Well, I think most people know that drag queens are an adult expression of LGBT communities. I mean, even drag queens admit that. They're the latest weapon in the hypersexualized and gender culture wars. Strip dancing, sexuality, cross-dressing, sexualized content, adult entertainment. But as I showed you recently, it's now being deliberately targeted at children as a way to promote and normalize sexuality and gender ideology. But would it surprise you if drag queens were now being ordained as ministers in churches? Well, sadly, probably not. Let's check it out. So last year, the United Methodist Church in the USA accepted Isaac Simmons, who regularly preaches dressed as a drag queen under the name Ms. Penny Cost, as a candidate for ordination. Have a watch. This is a video compiled not by a critic, but by the United Methodist Church themselves on their YouTube channel. the best ways to to enact systemic change is through um, joy and carnival. Drag is carnival, it is over the top, it is loud, it is joyous, it is laugh-filled, and it is in moments where people on the margins uh, are handed just a little bit of power, and when they hold on to that power for longer than it was intended, things happen. About a story of a woman who sacrifices her privilege and her place in life, her comfort, in order to enact great change, in order to stop harm and injustice. I have a duty to use my privilege to do the do what change I can, no matter if it's uncomfortable or not. It's a divine duty yeah, that we all yeah, well, not surprisingly, the United Methodist Church in the U.S. is preparing to split. Uh, conservatives argue that Simmons' role as a celebrated figure amongst progressive Methodists proves the church has become so radically liberal as to ordain someone so blatantly rejecting the basic tenets of Christian theology. On the other hand, progressives are promoting Simmons and inviting him to preach and drag as a way to challenge the conservative position on sexuality that the denomination officially still takes. Uh, in fact, the United Methodist Church was ready to split in 2020, but that was postponed because of COVID, uh, and so they had to delay their conference. But it will happen. The Liberal Wing will retain the denomination's name and permit same-sex marriage, while the Conservatives will join a new denomination where same-sex marriage is forbidden and scripture is honoured. A similar trend to many uh, mainline denominations around the world and even here in New Zealand. I think what I found most disturbing was that Simmons has published a new video of himself performing what he calls slam poetry. It, it's his most provocative repudiation of traditional Christianity and the embrace of queer spirituality. Let me show you a couple of clips. Now, he does this in his non-drag self, as Isaac. Uh, and please be aware I've attempted to beep out the offensive language, although you may find most of it offensive, not just the language. And remember, this is a person who is becoming an ordained minister 
in the third largest denomination in the US. The Bible, the Bible is nothing. Nothing but poetry, pain, and performance. The Bible is no more holy than Allen Ginsberg's Howls of Life, no more peaceful than Oscar Wilde's Requiescat and Pache, and no more stronger than Tammy Faye's goddamn eyelash glue. Bible is nothing, God is nothing, religion is nothing but an ostentatious over-the-topness internalization of white twink nelly bottom realness. God is nothing but a drag queen with a microphone of biblical f proportions. So to the f up theology of toxic masculinity to the ideals of the oppressive regime of legislating crusaders to the goddamn modern day okay so that's enough pretty shocking isn't it this is uh, an or a soon to be ordained minister so the formation of the new methodist denomination for fleeing conservatives the global methodist church it was announced on may the 1st and whole conferences of churches in georgia and florida states already uh, want to join the Global Methodist Church. In fact, 107 churches in Florida have already left, even though the split hasn't yet officially occurred. Many official bodies of the church, on the other hand, are promoting him and inviting him to speak, the liberal side of the church. He was featured in glowing terms, as you saw in that video, produced by the United Methodist News Service. Uh, and that slam poem that you just heard him read is where he declares most clearly his disbelief in the God of traditional Christianity but he's re repeatedly preached sermons where he upholds LGBTQ identity as divine and uh, baptism and repentance are replaced by coming out of the closet. In April, a Southern Baptist pastor, Albert Muller, the author of this fantastic book, which you must read, We Cannot Be Silent, Speaking Truth to a Culture, Redefining Sex, Marriage and the Very Meaning of Right and Wrong, he said this, the United Methodist Church decision to make Simmons a certified candidate for ordination was an intentional refutation and revolt against the very order of creation that God has given us, and a direct violation of the clear teachings of Scripture concerning the fact that those whom God has made as men should identify as men. This is open revolt, and of course you're going to see a division between those who are appalled by it, deeply troubled by it, deeply concerned by it, and opposed to it on the one hand, and those who celebrate it and say that it's arrived far too late on the other hand. Now, just to conclude, and in total contrast, somebody sent me this video just yesterday. It's Lady Marga USA, who goes by the name Rihanna Woods. He says he is a gay man who likes to dress up much like one would for Halloween or a fancy dress, but without all the sexual innuendo. And he says he's ashamed of the intolerance he's seen in the LGBTQ community. He too suffered with gender dysphoria when he was young and is grateful that transgender activists didn't get to him when he was confused. And he has some interesting comments to make. Let me show you a couple of clips. I am Lady Maga USA and um, I, what, you know, I grew up, I'm gay. And I was a professional drag queen. I was a professional Britney Spears impersonator and I had a lot of fun. But as you know, over the last five, six years, the LGBTQIA, XYZ, LMNOP, MAP movement um, 
they no longer stand for equality or inclusion. They stand for cultural dominance. And I really decided to step away once they started pushing hormones and castration and sterilization on children. Because guess what? When I was nine years old, I used to sneak and wear my sister's cheerleading outfits. I've always loved hair and makeup. So if I had been born today in this modern LGBTQIA XYZ culture, they would have told me I'm in the wrong body. And they could have given me hormones. They could have mutilated me before I was 18 and knew what I was doing. So the reason I stepped away is because all I ask is the freedom to be gay, wear a wig, have a good time. My freedoms end where the freedoms of others begin. And that includes evangelical Christians. That includes people who say I'm going to hell because I am a free speech absolutist. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you can't call him uh, homophobic, can you? Because he's gay himself. But he made some interesting comments about this whole issue of reading drag queens reading libraries in books have a listen story hour it sounds very benign it sounds very like oh it's just drag queens reading stories no their stories are carefully and politically selected and the stories are all about erasing gender pushing transgenderism pushing non-binary genderqueer doctrine to um, indoctrinate these kids it is not about having a good time and doing a drag queen story hour. If they were just, you know, um, reading uh, neutral stories or whatever, I wouldn't be so upset. But they're literally reading stories about transgenderism to six-year-olds who are going to get confused and possibly permanently alter and mutilate their body before they're 18. Find the LGBTQ language of tolerance, inclusion, is entirely inappropriate and manipulative, dangerous material like that. You know what? No, I, I think no child should even have to discuss sexuality or any of that until maybe when they start going through puberty and then maybe they can talk about it in school with parental consent, with cameras in the classroom and the parents knowing exactly what's going to be presented to their children. Because the modern narrative is that you as a mother, you don't know what's best for your child. Big brother does. The state does. And so that's why I stand up against it. And on a side note, you know, I've got... Yeah, interesting. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Look, the hypersexualized and gender-confused indoctrination is being targeted at our children in schools, in libraries, and even in some churches that have lost their way. It's time to push back and say, no thanks. Mm -hmm.